Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's uh, it's been a while. Um, truth be told, yeah, uh, like way too fucking long, because it was back in June. I think I did my podcast, and uh, oh, sirens! That's fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for that. Perfect timing. Anyway, uh, lots happened. So I don't live in a camper anymore, which I guess was kind of my excuse for not getting the podcast done. Um, but to be fair, I didn't really have a consistent internet connection. I hadn't been on the dr- Hickory Drunken Underwhelming show. I hadn't done that since I think it was April or May that I had been on there. So, yeah, yeah, I think it was something like that. And I, I didn't have internet. I mean... Katie and I had a hotspot, um, and it worked pretty well. It was a T-Mobile hotspot. Um, it worked. It worked really well. Uh, but I didn't have that most of the time that we were there, and I didn't want to use too much of the bandwidth, you know, because it only gave you so much per month. And we, like, Katie would stream stuff, and I, I would watch YouTube and stuff like that. And then, and then I was like, hey, I don't dare upload, you know, a big podcast file. But now uh, I live in Lewiston. <laughs> it's actually, it, it's all right. It's it's not bad. Like, I, I can't complain. This is a, a nice house we got here. Um, actually, literally next door to Nick Dufault. So shout out to Nick Dufault. But he's leaving. Actually, I think this weekend, I think, is his last weekend so then i will be the best comedian on ridgewood ave in lewiston but uh yeah that's that's basically what this episode i guess you could say is a cry for help because i need a producer i would do a show every week maybe twice a week if i had a producer if i had someone to get out there and look up content that would piss me off i could talk so if anyone's listening to this and they want to be my producer, you don't have to do much. I'll handle all the audio shit and the uploading and all that stuff. Don't worry about that. Just get me content. Anybody, literally anyone. I just, it's like I, I have so much to talk about yet so little at the same time because I've just been working nights and it blows. I hate it. And my uh, my shows, somewhat understandably, really haven't uh, sped up at all. I was talking to Brian Plum, and I said that I had just headlined at CBU. And he's like, man, you need another club. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I'd like to get another. I'd like to move the fuck out of New England, but I, I'm kind of st- stuck here for a bit now. Um, like tonight I have a show. I mean, this week's pretty big because, um, last couple, like uh, the first of October, I had the Londonderry Lions Club. I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, then I had a show I attended, uh, the great Eddie Pepitone and JT Habersat. That was phenomenal. That was fucking, I could not miss that. Um, then I headlined the ninth. Uh, so, yeah, I, I did Londonderry Lions Club, and then Eddie Pepitone, JT Haberset. So I saw Jay Shanoin twice within, 
you know, a week. And um, I think he hates me now. Actually, I saw him the 15th as well at the Shaskeen. Did I? I think he was there um, when I was there, 15th of September. And then the 22nd was his birthday show with Ben Roy, which I fucking missed. <sighs> Car trouble. And, uh, yeah, so last night I was on Hickory. Tonight I'm at Stroudwater. By the time this goes up, I probably will be tomorrow or something. I have no fucking idea. Um, Island Dog Brewing I'm hosting Saturday. Then I have the big a big event, uh, the Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode, Rhode Island. Um, this is big because that's that's fucking that, that's Rhode Island, dude. I, I've never performed in Rhode Island. I barely perform. I mean, I, I I performed in Connecticut at comics, but that was because I was a competition, and I basically like got accepted and paid to get in. So, you know. So this is uh, this is pretty sweet. Brian Bowden, Bowden, yes, I believe that's how you pronounce the name. Brian Bowden uh, put me on. It's just a local showcase, and I'm on with a few familiar comics. Mo Musa, who won the uh, New England's funniest competition, rightfully so, because he fucking crushed so hard. Um, and Sam Pelletier. And Jack Hall. So I know those guys. And yeah, and then I got nothing. I got Lincoln's the 21st. And then Kathleen's Irish Pub on the 6th, which is in Bristol, New Hampshire. Then Bricks and Bridges. And then I have nothing the rest of the fucking year. You know, I I just... I don't get it. Man, I got nothing. I need a producer. Can someone, Brianna Woodward, if you if you just want to throw me content, I'm down. And then fucking schedule me something. If there's a podcast network out there that has a producer that's willing to work with my dumb, lazy ass, then I'm I'm down. You don't even need to be here. It doesn't even need to be like Tim Dillon where he's got his producer there. Also, shout out to Brianna because she made my new podcast logo and it looks fucking awesome. And I literally had her do it and then didn't put out a podcast. So I'm kind of a piece of shit. But I mean, I paid her. So what do you want? Uh, But yeah, it's a fucking awesome logo. Brianna Woodward uh, at Not A Damn Cheese on Instagram. She's great if you need a logo or anything. What what the fuck has happened? I mean, so much has happened, but at the same time, it's all forgettable. I mean, we got the Gabby Petito thing going on right now. I don't understand the fascination with it. I did a bit about that Saturday night. It really is weird, and it, I mean, there's there's kind of this weird. We are so attracted to tragedy. Now, we generally lean negative when it comes to the like when when someone is a perceived negative we focus on that that's what we do and i think we do the same with tragedy because i think it's it's on a deeper level it's almost instinctive where 
we see something bad happen, we latch onto it because we perceive it as a threat. But then there's this weird thing that's happened because true crime is such a big thing now. And that's a that's a negative thing. That's about murder and fucking rape and awful things. And but there's this morbid fascination with it. Now, on a on a level of psychology, I'm fascinated by serial killers and stuff. I mean, who isn't? How how could you not not be fascinated with someone who killed like 15 people for no perceived reason and ate them? You know what I mean? That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. How how could a person be that demented? You wonder. And that's, you know, and and so on that level it is fascinating. But there's this weird level of people watching Investigation Discovery a lot. And Katie likes it a little bit. Um, and some of it's pretty interesting. You know, it's more like the, the cops thing. But there's a lot of stuff that South Park made fun of, the, like where it's the murder porn, you know, where it's, it's you know, they're having threesomes and then they're fucking, there's a fourth lover that kills them and shit like that. Um, and I think Gabby Petito fa- more files into the ladder. We don't know what happened to her. Um, they did get an autopsy report. I didn't understand what happened exactly. I mean, I think it was Wyoming they were in. And so they found her body. This guy's on the run. Nobody really knows what happens, but we all have these hypotheses. But the big problem is that there is a Gabby Petito special on investigation discovery. It's, I, I don't understand it. There, investigation discovery is not news. It does not need to have current events, yet it's latching onto this story as if it happened eight years ago. And I, I, it's so weird to me. Because that, to me, it's like that's kind of getting into the murder porn aspect where people people are, are watching this with morbid fascination. But also, I think there's a demographic of, of people who wishes that was them. And that's what my bit was about. You know, it's like a specific contingent of of or a, a specific, I mean, they're spread out everywhere, but like a specific group of single moms that watch ID all the time and they're flicking their beans to the idea that they could be Gabby Petito because she's with this handsome man and they're going all over the United States and, and, and then she gets killed and then suddenly they're popular again. I think there's this weird because that because that's the weird thing with someone who was killed is it's like they become famous post mortem. Granted, but you know uh, I I think there's there's it's playing on a lot of our worst uh, fears. Yes, but I think also it's playing on our our desire to be famous and because she was nothing more than uh, Instagram follow. Um. 
there's just so much going on. You know, we might default on the fucking debt soon. We don't even know how what's going to happen to that. I mean, I think the I, the dollar would crash and be basically worthless. So you'd be working for, oh, wow, wages went up. I'm making $18 an hour. Yeah, except the $18 an hour won't even buy you a fucking hard-boiled egg now. I mean, that's that's scary. That's some scary shit. So, and if you live in a city, you're fucked, by the way. You pursued your fame so much. You moved to a giant city and to blend in with everyone because you're not unique. You think you're unique, but you're really not unique. You were unique in high school and then you just blended in. And now you think you're going to go and be a star and you're nothing. You're not going to be anything. And now you're going to fucking die. I can't wait until the time that and I don't know, I even know if it would get here, but like L.A. actors get evicted from their mansions. I would, oh, I would love that. I think we'd all love that. Of course, by then we wouldn't have TV or radio and we'd probably be in bomb shelters. But I I think that, oh my God, that would, mm, mm. and then their landlords or bankers or whatever, who, you know, they get evicted from their homes because that's really the thing. Uh, landlords I'm sick of. I can say that now because Katie is basically my landlord. Hold, please. Ah, coffee. So, Katie bought this house in Lewiston, and it's, uh, it's nice. It's a nice little place, but it... I mean, we didn't have to, but I am so sick fucking tired of landlords even if they're a good landlord like my landlords in Biddeford they they were all right they largely you know left me alone but it was still like I felt compelled to lie to them like about Duke Duke is a half pitbull half Doberman and I I felt like I had to be like oh yeah he's a boxer mix otherwise you won't rent to me and that's is it the landlord's fault not really is is it kind of insurance company's fault yeah but it's just so and again they weren't bad i had a decent rate on rent and they could have evicted me when i had katie move in again because i didn't tell them because i was like oh well i'm not i mean that was an honest mistake on my part i was like oh i'm not on the lease anymore now it's month to month so i didn't think it would really affect much but um but yeah they raised the rent no big deal it was still a good rate but you know that the next people moving in, they're going to go by that rate. They're not going to drop their price. And it's like, yes, they are providing housing. But at the same time, it's really just a, a profit thing. Like they, It's just money to make on the side. And there would be nothing wrong with that except it's fucking housing so i just don't think yeah you can make profit on it but it's just such a weird conundrum that because it's motivated by capitalism they're just going to keep raising the price they don't give a shit they don't have to live there they're living in a fucking really nice four-bedroom house in some really nice neighborhood you're living in the slums because they got a deal on this place you know And I have nothing against landlords per se. Uh, my brother was a landlord for a little bit, and he he dealt with that end of it. And for sure, there's some bullshit you got to put up with. Um, 
But it's also like, I don't know, you buy a house and like, oh, I'm going to provide housing. But you're not really providing housing. You're, you're like price gouging at this point. Um, I, I just, I don't get it. But uh, yeah, no, I'm glad I don't really have a landlord now. And I'm glad that I'm, I'm uh, banging my landlord. So it's a little different. Uh, you know what? I, I just, I'm going to shut this down. What am I at? Like 15 minutes in or so. I've, okay, so basically, uh, I need a producer. Give me content. Uh, email me anything. If you want to be my producer, listen, there's like fucking... I have, like, what, 30-something listeners? If one of you can be a fucking producer, please, I'm begging you. And no, this doesn't make any money. But if it does someday, then yeah, we'll we'll work something out. But that's that's actually kind of your job. So anyway, until next time, I don't even know when that'll be. But cheers. 